0: You are listening to Video Games to the Medium, a W2Mnet original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for more content like this. Hello and welcome to Video Games to the Medium. I'm Jens. I am joined for this very special Video Games to the Medium by good friend and regular host, Mark. Howdy. Mark, how you doing?
1: I'm A-OK. How about you?
0: <laughs> I am grand. I actually just came off playing some Wolfenstein, making good progress in that.
1: So you're playing a bad game.
0: <laughs> yep. Playing a bad game uh, just to balance out the unbelievable greatness of the other game that we've been playing.
1: Remnant from the ashes. Let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> Play, I played a little bit of Remnant this morning. We did the uh, David and I did the thing where we um, killed each other a bunch to get that perk. Oh yeah, the conspiracy perk.
1: I didn't know that was a perk.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a thing. We, we may have to do that. <laughs> if you need me to kill you, a bunch or vice versa, just let me know. Sure. <laughs>
1: But what's the main game you want to talk about here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yes, yeah. We're not talking. I mean, we've, there's there's lots of games we could be talking about, right? We could be talking about Astral Chain. We could be talking about Fire Emblem. I, what else have we been playing? I forget. Uh, Torchlight two. Wait, you play Torchlight two? Why are you playing Torchlight two? We haven't started Torchlight two yet.
1: I can always just make another character. I wanted to. I wanted to see how well it actually handled, like the UI and the controls. Oh, the how the port is. Yeah, it's.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: Hopefully okay. <laughs> it has right. it has a few quirks. Uh, like I think in Diablo three, it auto attacked or like you could kind of it kind of auto aimed you for attacking. This one doesn't really do that, so you just kind of attack like, in the direction you're facing. Right, and it's like, well, enemies move, so it would be nice if there's like a lock on or something.
0: <laughs> well, it's not really, not necessarily even a lock on, but I kind of like in those type of games just. Using the right thumbstick to do both attack and attack direction. Yeah. It doesn't do that, huh?
1: Not really. Nope.
0: Mm, that's unfortunate. Hey, do you have literal crickets behind you? Like, yeah. there, you, Are you out in nature?
1: Uh, my window is open, and that's nature. <laughs>
0: ah, that's <laughs> it, true.
1: It makes it seem like I'm sitting on a log out somewhere.
0: <laughs> exactly. You're a nature boy. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> people who have downloaded this episode just from the title and the description will already know what this is, which is part one of two of our Catherine spoiler cast. We're going to talk about Catherine and Catherine exclusively because it's the best game and it's out again now in a new and revamped form and Mark is playing it for the first time. I'm playing it for the fourth time. I've seen the the three major endings in the previous version. I'm like uh, maybe an hour away from finishing the Rin arc. All right. So uh, just as far as like spoiler warnings go, if you haven't played Catherine, we're going to be talking up until about... Mark, how far are you?
1: Uh, I just hit, I think I passed day four, or I'm, I think I just hit the night t- the night cycle of day four. Okay, good.
0: So you did the torture chamber where you were at yesterday. Yeah. The, you're at the stray sheep on day four. You haven't started the day four nightmares.
1: Right. So I want to talk to everyone, and I spent a long time last night playing that arcade game.
0: Oh yeah, you're playing Super Rapunzel. Yeah, that Super Rapunzel is pretty good at teaching you techniques that are useful in the main game as well. It's
1: better than the real game, so.
0: <laughs> you think so? Because you don't? Because it's uh, a move limit rather than the time limit.
1: Yeah, and I think the perspective is better. Like I, I really don't like the perspective in the actual game that much. It seems really
0: bad to me. I'm going to. Probably be extremely defensive of the mechanics in this game because I personally love the mechanics in Catherine. It's one of my favorite puzzle games of all time. But I will completely grant you the one thing I don't like is I don't uh, the perspective change when you have to go behind the blocks. Like whenever something forces you to cycle around to the back of the stage, uh, it sucks. And I always like I always lose a few seconds trying to reorient myself. I also have to constantly remind myself still that I have to p- press, like, straight left and straight right when I'm doing the um, going around the block edges because uh, I just want to be, you know, pushing my my trigger in the... Uh, so I want to be pushing my thumbstick in the direction and it doesn't work that way. It's literally, like, left and right. So those are some things to get used to. But other than that, other than that, I think it's a pretty brilliant game. We should probably talk about what this game is a little bit before we get into those kind of specifics.
1: It's Persona 5 mixed with Intelligent Cube.
0: <laughs> That's a good description. Yeah, so it's a... Basically, it's half-visual novel, where the story changes based on some very binary questions that you answer in between stages. That
1: are like hilariously and, like broad and simple.
0: <laughs> yes. So the way I would describe the alignment system in this game is it's like if you took uh, the dungeons and dragons alignment system and stripped out the evil options and then just put them on a spectrum you've got your lawful good on the far left and your chaotic neutral on the far right basically uh, with true neutral true neutral in the center
1: flip that uh, because good is on the right side not left it goes red to blue oh you're right red I see red is evil oh i had I, and you and you call yourself a fan
0: it's not that. It's that I generally... I have this thing where I get left and right confused all the time. I'm serious. It's like a thing. Like, when I'm giving my wife driving directions, this, this is terrible. Yeah. So, it's order versus chaos. It's pretty simple. And then true neutral in the center. Yeah. Each choice is going to put you, put you uh, uh, further to one side or the other. And then, based on where you are on the level, Vincent, the protagonist... It's going to have different internal thoughts and it's going to react to people differently. And you get one of nine endings based on that chart. But there are additional endings that come with this new version. It kind of breaks the chart somewhat, which you'll see. It I mean, I don't want to spoil. It does interesting things with the chart once you get into the late game of uh, this new version full body. So what the story is, You're a guy in a long-term relationship. Your name's Vincent. You're with your high school sweetheart, Catherine. You've been together for years. The Relationship is kind of stagnant. Catherine wants to move it to the next level, maybe get married, have children, that sort of thing. Vincent has serious commitment issues. Then suddenly one day, well, firstly, at the beginning of this new version, full body, he runs into um, some girl in the street who's being chased by somebody, and they have kind of a meet-cute where they run into each other.
1: Well she runs into him and she's trying to escape a Titan from attack on Titan.
0: <laughs> it's just a big shadow in an alley. It could just be a dude but
1: he like the ground is literally shaking like
0: <laughs> that's true, yeah, so right away we're in in, in supernatural territory where if something's chasing this girl, she runs into you, her skirt literally lands on her on your face,
1: yeah, like she like falls on his head <laughs> from the crotch level, and I was like, yeah, yep, you know I know what I'm getting into.
0: You know right away what you're in for exactly. Um, and that's her introduction. And then the regular game, as you remember it from Old Catherine, begins where, you know, you're, you're a, I think Vincent, he's like a computer programmer. We don't really see him at his job. We only see him when he's out drinking with his buddies after work. And then what happens late at night, which uh, what happens basically is you get really drunk and you wake up and you're in bed with a beautiful blonde woman who's not your girlfriend.
1: Just, just, like, um,
0: whose name is Olive. just
1: like your real life.
0: keep that uh, on the the down so you've cheated basically on your long term girlfriend and uh, things kick off from there you start having these bizarre nightmares where you're forced to climb a tower shifting blocks around you share that space with other people who appear to you as sheep and you realize pretty quickly that you appear as a sheep to them but you're all trapped in this nightmare together um, trying to get to the top and when you die in the nightmare you die in real life So that's kind of your, your premise at the outset. There are grand cosmic forces at work, just like in Persona. And yeah, maybe it's in the same, maybe it's even in the same universe. There are certainly enough hints.
1: Igor is secretly behind it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, just narratively, before we get into the gameplay, what, what do you, what do you think so far? What, what do you reckon? It's going on here.
1: Well, I mean, I was spoiled, I guess, six years ago and I heard this on a podcast whenever the game first came out. Uh,
0: it's what you get for listening to Giant Bombs Game of the Year cast without playing all the games.
1: I like the characters, or I like some of them. Vincent seems very kind of wishy-washy. Uh, mm-hmm. Catherine, with the, the girlfriend Catherine, she's like oddly, like... Well, it reminds me of clerks, I guess, uh-huh. in a sense. Do go on because, like Catherine, Catherine is supposed to be like the Catherine with a K, your girlfriend. Catherine is like the Veronica of the show, of the you know the movie, Or she's supposed to be like you know the responsible girlfriend who's like slightly unattractive and you know compared to the other one, but she's the one who like takes care of Vincent, you know, and is trying to like make him mature. And Catherine with a C is like Caitlyn, uh, you know, kind of the sexier option and more wild, but more flighty or not as just not good for him or, you know, the relationship will fall apart. Uh, right. And maybe uh, Catherine with a Q is supposed to be like the Silent Bob of the, of the game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a funny. I spent a while inside. Which which of the girlfriends has sex with a dead guy in Clerks? I forget. That's Caitlin. Oh, it is Caitlin. Yeah, man. Sorry, Clerks spoilers. I'm going to edit these out. Just,
1: yeah, we have <laughs> a 1994 movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think the bar stuff is pretty decent. Uh, the two twins are very Twilight
0: Peaks ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twin Peaks. Yes. Yeah, so there's, there's there's there's, there's a, a, a Martha. And,
1: um. I forget the other one's name. Uh, I think
0: it's with an L. There are twins. They're these, like, old, these, like, cute old lady twins who, um, dispense wisdom and tell you about the men they know and what these men's opinions and things are and what they're doing. And it's very strange.
1: I mean, they may as well be talking, uh, in backwards, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> well, whenever anything important happens, uh, or when they say anything important, it's, it's highlighted in, per- in pink.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, gee, I wonder if I should be pay- paying attention to what they said here. There's also, <laughs>
0: there's also an ominous little chord every time yeah. that a pink word appears in the dialogue. You're like, this is important. Yeah. Uh, have you have you connected? So some of the people that you meet in the bar yeah, yeah. are like, also people uh, that you meet in the dream.
1: Yeah, like the guy with the glasses, the reporter guy is clearly the one sheep that you, you can get like tips from. I mean, it's kind of clearly, you know, evident. It's like but on like the second night. It's like, okay, guy <laughs> with glasses and sheep with glasses. Gee, I wonder if they're the same person. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I'll be curious. Like, I don't know if you meet more of these characters, like, you know, you know, in the bar later on. But
0: oh yeah, yeah. So more, more and more, there, there's more and more relationships that you're going to build. Some of them you're going to meet in the bar. Uh, some of them you're not. They're, they're just, they're more remote. I guess it wouldn't be realistic if all of the men. Got trapped in the nightmare. Are are um, so? What what do you think? Um, it's like some demonic episode of Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, then it would be or, very easy to figure out what the connection or, is. But what do you th- or, what do you think is the connection?
1: Well, I should or, say, or? more demonic version of Cheers.
0: Do <laughs> yeah. you, you think that uh, Cheers depicts some kind of um, purgatory?
1: Yeah. And fr- and is secretly the one running the show. <laughs>
0: It's not a bad reading of Cheers. I'm just glad that Fraser got out.
1: He ascended to Seattle. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, have you seen that guy's apartment? That is, he obviously is has died and gone to heaven in that show. And he gets to hang out with Roz all the time. Exactly. So, what do you think is the? Since it's not the, it's not just the bar. There's more to it than just the stray. She, the stray sheep is the name of the bar. So, what do you think is the connection between all these men?
1: Either cheating or women. I mean. Okay. You can only go to purgatory or that dreamscape if you're, I mean, that's what they're talking about, like if you're cheated on a woman or you've been unfaithful. that's the
0: initial theory, right, is that it's uh, unfaithful men who are being punished. As they should be. Well, yeah. (laughs) See, the thing about Vincent is he doesn't even remember the cheating. Like, he'll go to bed, and then he'll just wake up, and Catherine River C is right there, and talking about what an amazing night they had, and he doesn't remember it any of
1: it yeah she she she's giving him roofies
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like no you called me over
1: she seems very uh it's like i get to the point when she's like don't cheat on me and it's like shouldn't he shouldn't he just say like he, he seems very cowardly he doesn't say hey i already had a girlfriend or you know you're the one i cheated on with you know against my girlfriend with like i'm gonna go now like i'll catch you later would you blurt that <laughs> right
0: out Would would that be the first thing you tell her
1: Not the first, now she's naked in her bed, but I mean, like, when she probably gets dressed, maybe. Uh (laughs) Like, hey, sorry, made a mistake. Or, like, what happened? Like, he didn't even ask that. He's like, how do we meet? Or, you know.
0: How psycho is Catherine of
1: Not very, not so far uh, yet, at least. I like her uh, voice actress quite a bit.
0: Oh, yeah, that's Laura Bailey, right?
1: Yeah. And she's doing, like, a very not her usual type of voice, I would say. I think I said told
0: you do to sound like a kind of like a bimbo type of voice. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I guess she's she's kind of a little bimboish, but in a threatening way. Yeah. So yes, Vincent is an incredibly indecisive character and and very very wobbly, uh, which is kind of the point, right? He's a he's a commitment phobe. He doesn't really know what he wants, and the game is kind of about him trying to figure out what's happening and trying to figure out what he wants, but. Catherine, from the start, seems like a woman you don't want to cross. Same with Catherine with I mean, she, Catherine with his long-term girlfriend, she's kind of very, you know, very serious, very businesslike, but also seems seems stable, where you think that, like, oh, yeah, the worst thing that's going to happen with her is she's going to just dump his ass immediately.
1: I was going to say, what does she do?
0: What does like, she, as a job. What is her job? I don't think it's ever mentioned.
1: There's a comment, like, that she's, like, very ambitious, and it got to the point where... uh She said she might be pregnant and she was going to have to take time off work. And I'm just like, well, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Like, can.
0: Well, she's obviously some kind of business professional.
1: She's not a full time cheerleader? That's (laughs) disappointing.
0: (laughs) What do you think Catherine of is? I
1: mean, I know what she is. Okay. Uh,
0: Right. Well, uh, when you you said earlier you were spoiled, how spoiled were you? Like, are you just spoiled to the nature of Catherine? Or are you spoiled to the overall nature of the universe and what's going on?
1: That's pretty much about it. Like, I know there's multiple endings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think nine or whatever. We yeah. like fourteen or something. So
0: there's there's nine nine endings to the original game, and now there are thirteen endings, I believe. Okay. With full body.
1: Yeah, but she like she's so intentionally mysterious, or because you know ne- you never really get. She's not gonna say like oh, I'm going to work now. Like she, all I heard from her was she had a plumbing accident or something, and that was about it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Catherine's very elusive. All of your conversations with her are kind of centered around, you know, let's let's do it. And not around anything else about their lives.
1: Right. Because you were harping up earlier about getting, like, bar and wine trivia and stuff. Like, when does that actually happen or start happening?
0: Oh, it doesn't it happen right away? Have you, have you not taken a drink in the bar yet?
1: No, I did. I took two and nothing happened. It was just like, oh, when, you, when you drink alcohol, you go faster uh, in the puzzle section and that was it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you finish a glass... You get... Oh, you have to finish... You have to fit. Oh, yeah, so you... Oh, okay.
1: You, I didn't... I, it just said take a drink, so I, I took, like, two swigs, and, like, you still had some left. You should like,
0: have taken three swigs. <laughs> All right. So what... Well, I can
1: do that, Well, I mean, later, I guess. Ah. Uh, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll miss a trophy, but I don't really you, care you about did. that. You
0: did. Missed, you missed a variety of trophies.
1: Meh. Nah, unlike you, that doesn't, that doesn't impact me that much.
0: <laughs> so essentially... You, you. Once you take three drinks of any particular drink, you get trivia for that drink, and then um, Erica comes up to you. Erica is the waitress. We should talk about Erica as well, but uh, Erica is the waitress. Um, she comes up and she offers you a choice of either wine, beer, sake, or another cocktail. You don't ever want to order a cocktail because you already had the cocktail. The cocktail is what you get by default at the beginning of every night. Yeah. So you just want to make sure you order uh one of each and drink everything and then you get the trivia. And I think there is a trophy for each kind. Yeah. You've already screwed those up, so you might as well not bother with the with the trivia. No point wasting time on it unless you just want to hear some some sweet um uh wine tips.
1: Uh, that's certainly at my alley. Oh yeah.
0: You're you're a big uh you're a big wine enthusiast.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, that's kind of enough about the visual novel part. Like it's, I think it's better than the than the other part at least.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other part, the climbing.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> All right. I, I don't Thanks. like the I don't like the controls. Uh, I think they're really weird, and like oddly imprecise. Or like, I wouldn't say imprecise, but you need like split second timing that they don't really offer. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's true. I, I find them extremely precise. I mean, it always does exactly what well, you input.
1: Okay, here's an example. They're, they introduced trap blocks, uh, and I think in the torture chamber. So uh-huh. it's like you step on this block, and spikes shoot out of the top. Yeah, you, you can only hang on there for like a second. So I I made a thing where I had to like, I was on one I was on one block. I had to cross a spike block, and basically hang off the edge of it. Hmm. And he would not do that. He kept jumping off the spike block, and it was always like a second too late. So I kept, I died like nine times. That's
0: bizarre to me because you literally only have to push the stick in the direction, and he yeah, would like, cross he the kept... block and then hang from it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was weird. Like I was just like, this is, this is weird. Like, what's going on? You know.
0: I've never had that. My my um. I can't. I can't remember that happening at all. At least in this playthrough of the the new the PS4 game. Um, I'm sure that uh, I got a bunch of spike block deaths on Catherine when I first played it back in the day. Yeah. But um, even then, so the easiest way to what I do with spike blocks, I just defuse them. That's like the first thing I do with them usually, unless I need them to kill enemies, which we also need to talk about still. Uh, but unless unless I need them to kill other sheep, so other other people at some point will start climbing um, this tower with you and will get in your way. And some of the people who are trapped in a nightmare with you will go insane and will turn into murderous kind of barbarian sheep with axes and, and red bloody hair.
1: I haven't hit that yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: so uh, you can sometimes lure you can sometimes lure those sheep onto traps and stuff. So the traps are useful in other ways. But early on in the game, what I do is I will just just run over them. Like, if you just keep moving, they will not hit you. Like, yeah. as long as you don't stop on them. You can even step on it and then turn immediately around and step back off it, and you can usually avoid it. And, um, yeah, I've not really had an issue with, with hanging off them either. You can; It's fairly easy to just kind of hang off a... Just... There's
1: a block next to it, and he kept trying to jump to that, like jump down mm. instead of hang off. Ah, but like I, I've had I've had a lot of instances where like he jumps down instead of hanging off, and I'm like, no, hang off, you idiot! Like,
0: hmm. I've not really. Ha- he doesn't really. He doesn't really jump. He doesn't.
1: Well, he like falls down or like just steps down from the block, but, like the taller one.
0: Okay, he'll usually just hang from it unless you hit a circle.
1: No, and then he I will mean, let I, go. I've had him just kind of like step down, like not all the time. So it's kind of it's kind of like I, weirdly uh, hit or miss.
0: <laughs> I really don't know what you're doing differently than what I'm doing. And yeah. I guess it, it helps. What the D-pad helps if you're just going straight one way or another, or again if you're doing if you're shimmying along the edges of the blocks, uh, which is a very useful technique for for getting around and for avoiding things like traps or ice blocks or any of that stuff. Uh, I just use the D-pad for that, and the D-pad is very precise, but it doesn't have quite the fluidity. If I'm just like, um, you know, moving blocks around and doing things really quick and loosely, I will use the thumbstick. But uh, if I need to be really precise. So I've, what What it might be is you might be pressing it. too. You might be doing too many presses. Like if you just hold it, it you should not jump down. I don't know.
1: Well, I can try that next time, I guess.
0: I would have to... Maybe when we play co-op, we can... If that
1: ever, if, if that ever gets working. <laughs> we
0: should see if if we can get it to work. Maybe after we record this, um, yeah, we, we should tried, try.
1: We, we, we tried to play co-op, uh, what was it, last night or two nights ago? Yeah. And it hilariously failed out, like, every time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really like, didn't... It,
1: it, it, it didn't even try, it seemed like... <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing, it really does remind me of, like, a weird... Like, you never played Intelligent Cube, but you saw that at some point. I,
0: I expect I would like it if you say it's like Catherine.
1: Well, the point of that game, you're like a little guy on, like, a plane, like a plane of blocks, and blocks come toward you. Mm. And the goal is to, like, eliminate the blocks. And there are, like, there's regular blue blocks, which you can just, like... And you have, like, your only power is you have, like, a cursor like where you stand like so you can basically like highlight this the square you're on Mm -hmm. and a block rolls over you can erase it so there are blue blocks which are normal there are green blocks which leaves like a bigger cursor and you can like if you explode that it's like a bomb it just takes off all the blocks around it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then there are black blocks which if you hit it it's it's like a it's like a trap block if you hit it it removes one of the uh like, rows of the plane you're on so you have, like, less time or, like, less of an area to do, do stuff with. And mm. Just the whole block part is what reminds me of so when you, When game. you say less
0: of an area to do stuff with, you mean, like, basically a like a, pl- a platform, like, a plane that you can yeah, stand play on?
1: Yeah,
0: area. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So you have to maintain the integrity of the play area. Yeah. So that's one thing that I find super fascinating about the uh, puzzle design in Catherine, because... Like there's kind of, it's almost like um, you know we've had this conversation about tricky tower about the physics and tricky towers, yeah. where where they're not because you know we've played a lot of tricky towers together, and they're a lot they're they, they're basically predictable because they will always they're not real physics they're not as dynamic as you would think they're always behaving in the same way, and the same thing I feel is true of Catherine where based on what type of block you're dealing with, it's always going to behave in the same way and it's extremely predictable how the, um, what is going to happen with every move that you take. But your moveset is very limited. You, know, there are, you really can't climb all that much. You can climb one block, basically, and if you've got nothing to stand on, you cannot climb. Like you can hang from a ledge if there's a block above it, but you can't climb up it at that point. So you can basically screw yourself if you get rid of and if you lose your ground. Um, yeah so it, it becomes this thing where you have to make a path upward while also maintaining the integrity of the tower and there are all sorts of interesting ways to maintain the integrity of the tower because these blocks have edges that you can climb along but they also connect at the edges so as long as edges connect you can make these kind of elaborate constructions these like staircases uh that uh, that you can and it's just a, a lot of really interesting things you can do. You can like, collapse the tower to make new paths. You know, you can you can forge, you can make uh, make hanging bridges. There's all this. Well, uh, the game will teach you uh, all the techniques that you need over time through conversations with people. So every time you finish a stage in the nightmare realm, so it's it's basically puzzle stages. Each on each day there is a nightmare. For each nightmare, there are three different sections that you have to clear. Between each section, there is a um, an area where you can save, uh, buy stuff, uh, basically um, items that help you climb, that like do do things like, you know, make uh, more floor under you or allow you to um, leap up two pieces, and. Uh, uh, I find that one to be really useful. <laughs> it's very useful, and it gets. Um, there's one thing I I think this was not in the original Catherine, but it has multiple charges now. Where you okay. actually like, you can use it up to three times before it's all used up, which is great.
1: I like, I like that the Bible is used to eliminate enemies.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you've got a, you've, it, it literally summons lightning out of the sky, that that uh, that kind of uh, splatters them, which which I always enjoy. Uh, but yeah, when you're at like a rest stop, basically a rest stop area, you get to talk to the other sheep. They will share useful techniques with you. They'll talk to you about their lives. Um, I strongly suggest that you talk to them about everything.
1: Oh, I have been. Yeah, I talked to them until like, it turns uh, gray and, and nothing else to talk about.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> exhaust all the conversations also in the bar. Like, don't worry about the timer. The timer triggers text messages from your girlfriends that you can respond to that affect yeah. your alignment. But uh, other than that, like, there's nothing, there's really no uh, downside to staying at the bar as long as possible, talking to everybody, and drinking all the drinks. Uh, That's what I always do. So, um, you know, but of course I'm trying to get as many trophies as I can at this first run-through.
1: Yeah, before uh, you play it nine more times.
0: Right, and then the other, thing that, the other thing you do at the rest stop is you answer these questions. The, the, the questions about, you know...
1: Yeah, the, the, par- the Paragon and Renegade questions.
0: <laughs> exactly. But they're very... Let me think, what are some of these? Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Are you... So, what are you going for with your playthrough? As far as I'm choices,
1: doing, it's it's a good one.
0: You 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 going for I, I, order?
1: I, I, I guess I'm doing blue or, yeah.
0: And do you find it very obvious what question, oh, yeah. what is going to be blue and what is going to be?
1: Completely.
0: <laughs> all right. So this is called the confessionals. Let's see. So what do we have? Which like, ones? Let's let's go through the ones you've done so far. Right.
1: Like one of them was like. Would you cheat if you know you could get away with it? Like, yes or no? And it's like, gee, I wonder. I don't. Like, the whole point of the game is about, you know, you cheated on your girlfriend, and that's like where the drama's coming from, so.
0: Well, I I think the question is who would be responsible if you cheated? No, no. Really? There was not. Mine was,
1: was, if you know you could get away with it, would you cheat? And the answer was, no, of course not. Or, uh,. It might be interesting, Huh. or something like something like weirdly like, or it might be exciting, or something like that.
0: Like the one that you and it's like, huh.
1: and I I've seen different ones. That's the thing. I, I saw like I looked at, like a walkthrough of the game because I couldn't get past one of the you know challenges. And uh, yeah, I, the, the guy had different questions.
0: I know There's some questions that it seems like you get every time. Like, does life begin or end at marriage? I'm assuming you got that one.
1: Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, I already have such a high ca- or order. Ranking, there's like, all right,
0: well, I'll just keep going yeah. through this. So you're gonna you're gonna min max and go for are you, you. You think you're gonna go for? um... So you're gonna go for Catherine Vaquet, huh? As far as who you're who you want to end up with?
1: Uh, I want to start dating the waitress. <laughs> also, the game reminds me of like Scott Pilgrim.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess somewhat in the sense that um... yeah, you're torn between all these women and kind yeah. of unhappy in your existing relationship.
1: And just like Scott Pilgrim, he sh- he just should have been dating Ar- Aubrey Plaza.
0: <laughs> would would you who would you who would you cast Aubrey Plaza as if you were casting a live action Catherine? The boss. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender. Yeah. Okay, so let, we should talk about. I know you said we're done talking about the visual novel aspects of it. We should talk about the characters some more. Sure. All right, so we've got Erica the waitress. What, what's your what, what's your impression so far?
1: She's fine. She looks like a McDonald's waitress, though. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, she's got the... She looks like um, when Japan did the McDonald's ads a couple of years ago with the sexy Ronald McDonald.
1: (laughs) I got to show you this one picture sometime. Yeah? This guy painted his kitchen to look like... It's like a white and a a, a yellow and red color scheme. It looks like it's from McDonald's. It's like, how garish can this be? Like, what what did you do?
0: (laughs) Erica has an interesting dynamic, I feel, with the friend group. And um, I, I was curious what you thought about that. But let's let's talk about the friend group. So there is basically...
1: It reminds me a little of uh, Final Fantasy XV's group dynamic. Uh-huh. Like, there's, like, the one younger guy who's, like, clearly a little, like, little less mature than the others. Mm-hmm. There's kind of the stoic guy. And then there's, like, the guy who's, like, somewhat prissy.
0: Right. <laughs> so we've got Johnny, right? Johnny, he's kind of the older guy, smokes a lot. He's got a, he works at a used car dealer dealership, one of your oldest friends. Lindsay. Lindsay is the other girl. It's Lindsay and Martha. Yeah,
1: that, I said Lindsay.
0: Oh you did? You were correct. Yeah. You were correct. <laughs> and then you've got Orlando, who's the he's the blonde guy with the plaid hat. He's kind of a a bit more um bit more carefree, right? He's got the he's always encouraging you to drink.
1: Yeah, I think he might be the younger one. Yeah. Or is it the other Toby guy? Kobe
0: is the really young guy. Toby, he's got, he's okay. got like the, he's another blonde, he's a guy who looks like a mechanic.
1: Yeah. look, they're fine. They're a little broad, like, or not, sorry, Erica's pretty interesting, I guess, but she's very much like the naysaying, like, kind of like the mom character.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, she's the only one who actually seems to be really upset by your cheating. Like, yeah. uh, Johnny, Between Johnny uh, gives you a bit of a dressing down, but then just kind of rolls with it. And just accepts it as the new reality, I feel. And uh, um, you know, Orlando and um, and Toby are, are just kind of like, eh, I don't know about this. What are you gonna? You know, this is kind of crazy. What you're doing. Yeah. But uh, Toby doesn't seem to have a lot of life experience, so he seems a little lost in those conversations.
1: Also, like, what's well, weird—the him and well, Catherine and Vincent have been together for like 15 years.
0: Uh huh. 15.
1: Like, at that point, yeah, you're supposed to kind of, you know, shit or get up the pot. Like, yeah. I mean, you've
0: known her for 15 years, because there are... Have you gotten any flashbacks to the uh, the college years yet?
1: That's what I meant, yeah, because they say it was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So he's not exactly like a... Like, he's not a spring chicken or anything, like, you know. And well, if, I, I mean... I, I thought it was kind of like... He's like 30, like,
0: 32, maybe? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm assuming he's the early 30s. So, yeah, 15 years ago makes sense. Though you don't, you know, we don't know how how long they've been dating. Of those fifteen years, we know they've known each other that long, and that it kind of started in school. Yeah, but yeah, we've been together a long time, long enough. I've been married, so yeah. that's kind of crazy.
1: He's too much of a of a girl to to finish the job. <laughs>
0: Do you kind of see where Erica's story is going yet, or is it still too? No, i too I've, like early.
1: Yeah, it's too early. I've she's like she's kind of barely been in it for like. At least so far, okay. like you know, she talks to you guys, and mm-hmm. that's kind of about it,
0: right? There's there are probably some interactions with her you missed out on as a result of not drinking so much. Yeah, because uh, she comes by to serve new drinks, and there's more dialogue. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they didn't explain. They didn't really say that at all. They didn't say like, "Hey, drink, you know, finish the drink to get trivia."
0: <laughs> You're at a bar. You should finish your drinks. What are you doing?
1: I don't go to bars, so
0: (laughs) fair enough. Uh,
1: Yeah, I still, but the puzzle puzzle aspect, I just don't. It just it feels clumsy to me, or like something that's like to be tolerated to get to like the actual good part.
0: Back when Catherine originally came out, that was the gist of a lot of the reviews. Like, and and especially uh, Giant Bomb at the time was very down on it. I think they gave it a two. They gave it two stars out of five.
1: Uh, I didn't know. I didn't even I th- know they reviewed it.
0: <laughs> oh, I think Patrick reviewed it.
1: Yeah, but of those, of the f- four, of the five guys at the time, he'd be the one that would probably be the most interested in it. And
0: you'd think that, yeah.
1: It's t- like it's not like you're not going to give the game to Jeff and say, "Hey, have fun."
0: <laughs> I mean, Jeff uh, thought it looked cool, but abandoned it pretty quickly, from what I remember.
1: Yeah, and he, I yeah, did give it a two out of five, and Jeff reviewed it. Oh, so, Jeff reviewed
0: it. Oh, I guess he did finish it. Uh, I stand corrected once again.
1: I think I think Patrick said like the gameplay should to be tolerated or something like that. But he fin- He like I think he liked it more than
0: the Jeff. Did ever, yeah. Everyone else did. <laughs> see, I do not understand that because I I just I I don't see what the problem is. I mean, you you every t- you move around one block at a time, one step at a time. You pull them, you push them.
1: Yeah. You, you
0: can you move down to hang. Uh, I I mean it's fairly straightforward and uh, fairly precise to me.
1: You can also screw yourself, which I've done numerous times. Like I, every level I've played, I've had to restart at least three or four times. Because I end up getting to a point where I can't undo anymore, and I'm essentially mm. stuck.
0: Are you playing on normal, I'm guessing?
1: Yeah. You, to, you told me to.
0: <laughs> you get like four or five undos.
1: You start off with three.
0: Yeah, you start with three, and then you pick up more.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah, I still get to a point where I'm stuck or you know, I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on a platform and I can't go any further down because, you know, something's chasing you or I can't go left or right.
0: Yeah, you could totally screw yourself, but uh thankfully restarting is easy and they've added this um this thing, which I'll fully admit I've made use of once or twice, uh which is the um there's a a restart recovery mode where it'll automatically take you back to where you were.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't engaged with that, I guess.
0: Yeah, you can turn that on in the menu, and Vincent will automatically climb back up to uh, where you left off, or close to where you left off, which is pretty useful. And it also shows you the ideal path, or what the developers thought the ideal path was. Yeah. Uh, Though the negative of it is that when you put that mode on, Vincent will ignore all pickups. Like, he basically will not, the autopilot will not um, bother picking up gold and stuff. Okay, so I, I didn't end up using it much, but it is cool for so there are definitely here's, here's what i've I've kind of ended up doing sometimes. Uh, I know you're you've complained that um, it feels like there's only one correct solution to uh, to the game basically yeah. or to each to each section and that's not entirely true, but there's definitely a here's the path that they want you to go yeah, and you can cheese it and you can take other paths especially if if you've got items.
1: Oh yeah, like the one that like lets you spawn blocks underneath you. That's useful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Super useful. But even without item, even if you don't use items, uh there's still alternate paths and alternate ways that you can do stuff, but it's very revealing when you go on when you go into the autopilot and you see like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is this is the ideal this is the ideal path for doing this." Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I can see where you were coming from with that. I do, it does become more flexible the more the game goes on and the more new blocks it introduces and the more variables it introduces, the more flexible it becomes.
1: Yeah, like I haven't actually seen that many blocks. Like they just introduced the trap blocks, you know, the last time I played. So it's not like I'm super deep yeah. in the game or anything. Yeah, it's a interesting game so far, I guess. I'll keep playing it. In between me wanting to really play Remnant.
0: <laughs> it's so interesting to me what uh, some people find pleasurable in the game and what some people find awkward and bad in the game.
1: So here's good example. Like, I like Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Ah. Uh, but I dislike Puyo Puyo. Mm. And, like, functionally, they are very similar. The only difference, really, is, like, Puzzle Fighter has, like, crash gems. Or, like, you know, you have to, like... Get the like swirly gem next to like, the actual block for it to go away, but that's yeah, about Puyo, it. Yeah.
0: Puyo Puyo forces you to chain, and yeah. the, setting up chains is very elaborate, and uh, you've got to kind of know. You, it's it's a thing that I've never had that moment, like you know the the Neo at the end of the Matrix moment where you can see the code. Yeah. But I've never had that with Puyo Puyo where I can like know the patterns of how I'm going to set up a chain in the best way possible.
1: Yeah. So like when I was playing Puyo Puyo Tetris, like I could max out Tetris the Tetris part of the story. Like, or at least get like two or mm-hmm. three stars in most of the levels.
0: Right, and the you've pu- got to kind of cheese your way through.
1: Yeah, and the Puyo Puyo, I'd barely have one star. Or it's like, well, it, doesn't help that it didn't help that at the time I didn't have, it was a Japanese copy, so I'm like, I'm, I'm going to hope this is what they want.
0: <laughs> I, I realize that I actually don't like puzzle games very much where I have to make chains. I'm just not good at them. Yeah. But uh, Catherine, I feel I've kind of wrapped my head around how to play it right. And it's very evident. So the the thing that's really going to test you is when we do Babel. Babel has no undos. So I've not made it through the first stage of it yet. Uh, I'm I've gotten I think it's got 150 steps. I've gotten up to 100. Uh, but it's quite it's quite hard, and it's been quite an adjustment to um, to not have undos because there's so many times where I just like oh I screwed myself, and now I cannot get out of it. If this was just if this was the main storyline, then um, this would not be a problem. I would have two or three undos to get myself out of this, but now I'm, I'm boned myself. Yeah. But apparently there's way more options when you played co-op.
1: We shall see if that ever starts working for us. <laughs>
0: yeah. Has Rin, has Rin appeared in The Nightmare for you?
1: Yeah, she's playing the piano. I know what she is too, so. <laughs> you do? Yeah. How do you know this? Because when the controversy was happening a few months ago, people were bitching about the ending.
0: Oh my god.
1: Like, <sighs> I didn't know, I just clicked, you know, saw the, you know, saw a Kotaku article, I was like, oh, this-, this- is
0: what I, man, can we talk about this for a second? Because this drives me crazy. Like, I realize, I know that there, there are people who hate the whole, like, spoiler culture thing. This, this thing where these, these controversies like with Catherine, where right, he says oh, Catherine is so problematic read this article about how problematic it is, and it spoils the freaking ending yeah like I really, I had to really like divorce myself from that and say okay I trust Atlas whatever people are upset about is probably just some bullshit and I'm gonna keep this game pure for myself and experience it for myself and decide whether or not I think it's bad
1: Well, speaking of that, about the Atlas thing, the one one thing that annoys me to a small extent is, like, your phone, you can, like, review emails and video sequences in your phone, but whenever you go into the video part, like, it pops up with the, you cannot record or you cannot stream this part Mm. of the game. And then once you bounce out of that one menu, it says, all right, you're good again. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like, you idiots? Like, who cares? You know, the game's been out for... Seven years, or you know, when did *Catherine* came out?
0: That's a three sixty game. Yeah, two
1: thousand eleven. So it's been out for yeah. eight years. True. People know, or <laughs> it's not like it's not like *Persona 5. Even that was kind of dumb, I thought. But that's like, just
0: Jap- that's a lot of Japanese games. Like I, I was I was trying to stream some um, *Yakuza Ishin* because I just wanted to show the combat off and how awesome it is.
1: I'm sure that *Persona Five Royal* and *Yakuza 7 will have. Be wide open.
0: <laughs> hey, at least it lets you stream, stream the puzzles, which is what I, what I care. Like, we should just do, like, share play, share play the, the um, you know, the Babel mode and stuff.
1: Yeah. You can see me, like, immediately fail. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I will give this game credit. Like, it is very, it looks nice. Like, it is, uh, oh,
0: man. The art, everything about the art style, the production, the character designs, it's beautiful.
1: Well, I mean, like, specifically, like, uh, all that, yes. But, I mean, like, specific, you can see that really the Persona 5 eventual, like, wh- why they did that. Because, like, some of the way the camera moves around and swings around, especially, like, that intro sequence, mm-hmm. was, like, really good, I thought.
0: It's totally um, a test case. It doesn't, I mean, it was literally, it was a, let's test the Persona 5 engine. For next gen consoles, and that's why they made Catherine as kind of a proof of concept game.
1: I will say, uh, I don't know if this is on the air or not, really, but that, yeah, well, uh-huh. it was that are That arcade machine, it has a different perspective. Like it's a little more uh-huh. isometric. That I found that was really helpful. Hmm. Like I wish it was kind of like a view for that in the actual game, or like just pulled out more, because that would really help me get a, get a handle on. What's ahead of me? Like, that's my problem. Is I can't really see that high above the tower.
0: Uh-huh. So I you don't I, really need to.
1: Well, I do. <laughs> I like to plan a route. And if well, ch- especially if something's chasing me,
0: <laughs> I just look for wherever there are more than three blocks next to each other. As like, I'm just going to worry about reaching that next plateau. Yeah. Because I know that generally, once I get there, there's going to be something I can do. So I, I don't feel like you need to look that far ahead in the main game. The Super Rapunzel is different because Super Rapunzel is all about making it to this one specific point in a limited number of turns and you have as much time to think about it as you want. I actually am much worse at that than I am at the regular game.
1: See, it's funny uh, how we have different... I got to, like, level 17 in that.
0: Really? I've not gotten anywhere that close.
1: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> And there's, I think there's, like, 30 levels in that thing. It's like, oh. Uh,
0: Especially because it gives you a limited number. It gives you, like, tokens. You can only play it, like, two, three times per night. Right. So it, well, it kind of like, limits you.
1: The one time I did it, like, last time I made a run at it, like, I think, I don't know, I lost one token. I don't know how, but the other token, I just, I think I just died. So I had, like, one mm. left, and then I got to, like, level 17. I'm like, all right, I'm good for now. All
0: right. But also, because they're designed to be puzzle levels, they don't really require you to go around or to be, like, as flexible as the main game. So they can have a fixed perspective. I think a fixed perspective might force them to re- rejigger the game design a little bit yeah. for the main game.
1: And there's some like really, there are like some really weird puzzles in that thing, like that wouldn't appear in the regular game, which is kind of like what I kind of liked actually. Like there's one where like you are on like a little island, and you have to you see where the tower is, and it's like five spaces to your right. And you got like three blocks to work with, and it's like, all right, uh, what do I got to do here?
0: <laughs> fair, fair enough. I, I've not I've not gotten that far in that thing. So you say you know what Rin is. Um, I thankfully did not know going in. what if especially if you've never played Catherine at all, you don't know what the larger story is. You might think, okay, is she an angel? Is she like secretly because she's this? She's just kind of this, like, figure of goodness who, you know, appears in the nightmare to spread hope through her music. She's In, in, in life, she's this girl with amnesia. She you, you meet her being chased by someone or something. She moves in next door to you. She yep. starts working as a pia- piano player at she, the Stray Sheep.
1: She has a room yeah. like you and I do.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. She's got a room full of tchotchkes and figurines and things and, and toys. I, I kind of love her room. Her room is just such a, uh, and it's uh, super crammed too. Like every corner of her room is stuffed with things.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised you like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, Rin, Rin's, I, I like Rin a lot. Um, so yeah, you you think, okay, she's she's some kind of an ethereal being or something. But you could also easily think, okay, maybe this is all a deception. Maybe she really is kind of like the evil being who's running all this. Maybe she's responsible for it. Maybe this is all a ruse or something, and you kind of wonder where that's going. Um, But having her there um, really changes the feeling of the game for me, as someone who's played Catherine a lot before they added Rin to it, because it... it, it, hmm? No, please.
1: I was gonna say, like, what did they do in the previous game? Then, they, like, was that just not a factor at all?
0: Okay, so there, there are two things that are. If you know the previous game, it's and it's even just how it's structured is kind of obvious. Uh, basically, you can you can really tell the transitions between here's the new dialogue that they recorded and here's the old dialogue, because it'll just usually just give you multiple prompts. Like it'll and it'll either have like, okay, here's the regular dialogue that you're used to from the main game and then there's a second conversation option where now we're talking about Rin or vice versa maybe sometimes you get the Rin conversation first and then there's a second conversation option and then it's like okay now we continue with programming as usual and she's just not present at all in the nightmares in the original game so her being there it feels much less hopeless like right from the beginning everybody kind of is like oh yeah her piano playing it gives me hope it helps me carry on. At least there's some light in this darkness. Like, that's just not there. Like, it just it feels much more dire and much more hopeless and much more doomed from I, the start in original Catherine. So, having her there changes to me the, the tone a little bit.
1: I feel that way about ICP.
0: What do you mean? Insane Clown Posse?
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I'm How kidding. does this relate? <laughs> no, if they, if they were in the game it'd give me hope and. <laughs> Everyone, feel oh, all, yeah. all, all, <laughs> it would feel all nice and friendly.
0: It'd be great if, like, one of the insane sheep just showed up with, like, uh, you know, the the clown the makeup. coloring, the, yeah. the the yeah, the clown makeup coloring, exactly. That'd be good. That'd be a good look for the when, when the sheep when the sheep start going mad later yeah. in the game.
1: <laughs> like that part also reminds me a lot of Persona Five, like the way yeah? the sheep are handled, or you know. Like the whole like prison se- prison sequences in Persona Five, or like you know how they're treated. I mean, it's pretty much direct like one to one. Mhm. Well, let me let me ask you this: Is it, they say there are eight days? Like, is that it, or is that just some arbitrary line, or is there more?
0: It's not that long a game. I think uh, it's maybe about ten hours altogether if you're doing well. Okay. So, and and uh, doing everything. will take yeah, me
1: so... tw- It'll take me about twenty. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, you're halfway. You're on day four. So, I mean, it's going to get harder. But other than that, uh, you're making good progress through the game.
1: Yeah, I've seen, I've tried like a walkthrough of puzzles and stuff. And most of them are about the remix mode with like the mm-hmm. Tetris blocks. And it's like, that looks more enjoyable to me, slightly. Oh,
0: I have not done the remix mode at all yet. I'm, I'm saving that for my next playthrough, I think. Yeah. I think my next playthrough, I'm going to try one of these Japanese voice tracks I downloaded. With the DLC, and I'm going to um, go for one of the regular endings with uh, remix mode. Yeah, but this this first time, I just wanted to clean up a lot of trophies and see what Rin has to offer as a character and as a romance option. See, I and, thought,
1: um, initially I thought Emily was the uh, questionable one, or <laughs> hmm. er, uh, Emily, Erica. I keep saying Emily. Erica.
0: Oh yeah, so uh do you want, i don't want to spoil this for you we'll have to talk about it more next time we talk about the story some of the characters the group of friends right uh toby and orlando and johnny they're very reflective i feel of japanese cultural mores they behave in the way that you would expect culturally yeah i don't feel that the game is transphobic i'm not just saying that because i like the game uh The game does have some. It has some very traditional kind of uh, um, mores. I think about about gender roles and about uh, uh, relationships. But I don't feel just because there are characters who exhibit those traits, that to me just makes it accurate. It's a story about that in a way. So it would that's really the journey the journey that vincent undertakes is about about just you know i'm gonna be with who i love no matter what no matter what society says no matter what uh, you know i'm gonna have the life that that i want regardless of um how i'm being pressured and what other people think so the fact that there's other people who think that stuff i think is kind of important to the story and not a bad thing i don't know maybe i'll get cancelled after this podcast they're coming with the
1: pitchforks already.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They should uh, try turning the T on themselves did, sometimes.
1: Did they, uh, I mean, have you seen the Dave Chappelle special?
0: I did see the Dave Chappelle special.
1: It, it was extremely funny to me that everything he mentioned, like, he's basically being prophetic when he said, I'm about to get canceled. And it's like, yeah. And then people, all the, like, Vox media, and they're like, oh, this, you know, this special's not funny or it's a crime, a oh, crime against humanity or anything like that. And it's like, he literally was making fun of you. Like, you do you not realize well, yeah.
0: that? <laughs> to, to me, I, I've watched all of his recent Netflix specials because I still kind of like him despite the problems. Yeah. Um, my issue with him, like I have, so here, here's like with, with humor. To me, just because a joke is funny doesn't make it true. And similarly, just because something is true doesn't make it funny. So whether or not the things he says are true are kind of irrelevant to me personally because that's not the point of comedy to me. Right. Like it's not about him saying things that I agree or disagree with at all. Uh, He can say whatever he wants that he disagrees, that I disagree with, as long as it's funny. And my issue with that special, like actually it gets really good in like the last 20, 30 minutes when he he talks his crazy, like his gun buying stories are very funny to me. Yeah. Um, But... I just felt the first half of the special was extremely half baked. Pun intended. Like he, I mean, he doesn't. He just doesn't take it very far. He starts. He starts with everybody's too sensitive, and look at how ridiculous this community is, and all that stuff. But he doesn't really, you know, he does that whole like I identify as Chinese thing. Yeah. Which is like almost exactly a Ricky Gervais joke from a couple of years ago. So it just feels to me like he's stooped to telling the obvious jokes about this stuff and not actually baking them all the way, not developing them in an interesting direction.
1: Right. Eh, I thought it was fine. He's no carrot top, but he's...
0: <laughs> well, that's Catherine. Yep. <laughs> At least uh, uh, part one. Uh, it's, it, we're, our next podcast is probably going to be longer. We can probably get into the story.
1: Well, hopefully, I'll finish the game by then. <laughs> At some point.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll need to finish it,
1: and then you'll be, you'll you'll be in your third or fourth playthrough. <laughs>